live. Welcome back to Checkpoint, your number one show, running up all the hottest gaming news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about. I'm one of your hosts, James Walmer, joined today by my lovely co-host, Vincent Anthony Tony Soprano DeSantis. Wow. Yep, that's it. That's Vincent, the one. can I get a where's the fucking ZD? Where's the ZD, baby? <laughs> Just That's like incredible. That. Thank Just you like that. to our audio listeners. Thank you for everyone listening on YouTube, on this isn't on Twitch, but all of our platforms across the globe. You can find us on uh, any podcast platform. And in Australia, I guess. And in Australia. Love you Australians. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we you do. Thank you, guys. Shout out Jake. Jake's from Australia. <laughs> <That guy. laughs> this episode is brought to you by Manscaped, but we'll talk to you guys about that later. Today, we got an entire boatload of information. We're loaded. You. We are absolutely loaded. We're talking about acquisitions, rumors, and reviews. And, yeah, more, a lot of and more. And more. We just kind of yeah, got a lot of everything. It's, it's a mukbang of news. It is a mukbang say. of news. Also, it just happens to be that the garbage truck is coming at 9 a.m. when we started recording this. So if you hear the garbage truck in the background, that just is what it is. It is what it is. We aren't going back. There's literally nothing we can do at nope. this point. James, what have you been playing this week? we got to make this baby snappy for the both of us. And I think it's going to be there's easy. Only, there's only one answer to this. <laughs> what did you do? Deathloop. I didn't play a single game this week. <laughs> so I, I, it's been rough. It's been really tough. But that's okay. I've been saving. I got a lot of Kenna to play and a lot of Deathloop to play next week, so we'll be ready to go. I've been interested in Kenna. Oh, it's it's pretty cool. And I've only played like an hour and a half. It's pretty freaking cool. Big fan. With that being said, we're just going to jump right into the news. I think so. I think that's the move. James, you want to take the first one? All right, I will. PlayStation officially acquires Bluepoint Games. This comes from uh, Jonathan Dornbush at IGN. So Interactive Entertainment has announced yet another studio acquisition, Bluepoint Games. The developers of the Shadow of Colossus remake on PS4, and most recently, the PS5 remake of Demon's Souls. Bluepoint and PlayStation have worked closely together for years, but the news comes after the studio's latest successful release, as Sony confirmed Demon's Souls has more than 1 million, 1.4 million copies sold since released. Um, Bluepoint isn't officially announcing its next game, Thirsch explained the studio is aiming to work on original content moving forward with no exact details about what the original content Bluepoint is working on will be. So it remains unclear if if it is a new game that is part of an existing IP or something new entirely. Actually, this has been... It's a new IP. It is a new IP. It is a new IP. Um, Along with... So the rumor is... Yeah. The rumor is that they're working on a beloved franchise like they have two projects going on one is yeah. their new ip that they're working on themselves and the other is a remake of a um a, like a near and dear very classic uh franchise and what's not that that's not metal gear solid are we sure it's not metal gear Solid? she said it, like the the leaks that i have seen have said it's not metal gear solid okay interesting what mm-hmm. are what are the rumors james there they, there are no other rumors is it just as long like Sure as shit isn't Metal Gear Solid. All we know because we have we have rumors about Metal Gear Solid later on in the news, right? Which is actually next, right? No. Okay. So let me get this straight. Blue Point finally a part of PlayStation. Finally. Also, keep in mind this was this was like a big round of applause from like other studios on Twitter Mm -hmm. too. PlayStation Studios, like everybody was. Everyone's really excited for them to have Blue Point be on, and that's awesome because Demon Souls. Big seller on PS5 too. They're a great studio. They do a lot of good work. Yeah. All of it. If you've played the remake of Shadow Colossus, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. It so is. And I think it, they do a good job of remaining faithful to the original games through a lot of their systems, even if those are a little dated. Yeah. Um, as well as pushing forward 
new technology. I mean, Demon's Souls is gorgeous. It right. still <clears throat> might be the best-looking game on PlayStation 5. Right. So, pretty freaking cool. We'll see what they do next. I'm glad they are been acquired at this point. I'm glad they get that Sony funding. Dude. And you know it's big money over there. Oh, it's big money it's, over there. It has to be big money yeah. over there. So they don't go to Xbox or, or start making games for everyone. They mm-hmm. want the best of the best. But... PlayStation's not done buying studios. No, they're not, baby. PlayStation is not They're done. on a rampage. They're on a roll. PlayStation says it's open to further acquisitions following Bluepoint purchase. This comes from Andy Robinson from Video Game Chronicle. The move followed the company's recent acquisitions of Returnal developer House Marquee, PC Port Specialist... Housemark. Housemark. I always call it House Marquee. <laughs> PC Port Specialist Nixus Software, which we haven't heard a peep out of yet. Are they working on the Uncharted... Uh, PC port? Who the frick knows? And Fire Sprite, which is the multiplayer thing. Yes. But we don't That's know That's X-Respawn that devs, I think. Right. Um, a UK-based developer established by former members of SIE uh, Studio Liverpool. PlayStation now has 16 internal teams, which is... A, that's a lot. Yeah. And studio boss Herman Holst isn't ruling out further additions. Quote, we are always open to building new relationships or bringing people in-house, but if we adhere to the first, the quality-first mentality and the right kind of innovative content, new experiences, diverse experiences, he told IGN. Quote, because all of these teams, they share a lot, but they're also different from one another. And that's what I really like. And I think that's what the PlayStation audience, like the PlayStation fans, deserve. It's that diverse state of games coming out of PlayStation Studios. Holst added, we're not buying teams just to be bigger. We're only buying teams because we feel that together, we're going to make something that is going to be even better than if we did it separate from one another. Outside of studio acquisitions, Sony has been investing in PS5 exclusives through partnerships with several promising independent studios. The company is funding an original IP from a AAA startup studio established by former Stadia game boss Jade Raymond. Very fascinating right there. <laughs> it has also signed an original multiplayer project from Firewalk, a new studio founded by Bungie Veterans, and will publish the debut title from Deviation Games, a studio headed up by former Call of Duty veterans Dave Anthony and Jason Blundell. Uh, so basically, what PlayStation's saying, it's not close to done, baby. It's not close to done. Blue We're points, just getting started. We thought Housemark was the top of the iceberg, but no. It is. It really was the tip of the iceberg. It was the tip of the iceberg. We got Blue Point right under there, sneaking in, baby. I mean, there's a lot more that could potentially happen. Do you think they could, um, I mean, Terminal Hole says that these studios share a lot and there's a lot of different things they offer. Do you think we could, like, see some collaborations between different studios because they're under the head of Sony? James, I like how you brought this up. I like how you brought this up. Because do you remember how we've been constantly talking about the potential for a new Uncharted game based on a different studio? Yes. I think that is that collaboration. Really? It's that kind of stuff that's going to be happening. Interesting. Or do you think they would do that to pre-existing IPs? Yeah. Interesting. I think they would. Because Naughty Dog's pretty much said that they're done with Uncharted, kind of. Right. Well, like, I feel like the IP of Uncharted is done. I think it potentially... I think I would be fine with it being done, but I'd also be fine with having another one. Hmm. But, and that's like uh, Bend Studio with Days Gone. They said... Remember, they said no Days Gone 2 is happening. Uh-huh. And then there were immediately rumors that another studio was working on a Days Gone 2 with Sam Witwer and stuff like that. And Sam Witwer had made some comments about, like, reading a script or something like that. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. that was, like, a big rumor thing. But uh, Ben was like, we're not doing it. So potentially maybe another studio with another IP. But I wouldn't I, I wouldn't really trust I'm that interested rumor. to see how this rolls out because I feel like you have to work through a lot of, like, Paying respect to the original developers, is yeah. that like undercutting them? Is that a diss track? Yeah, I, I would hope it doesn't come across as like a diss track for that kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I would hope that's a, that's, you would do it out of respect, not respect. Like, like homage. Like, 
yeah, homage, but like collaboration still. Like you're, yeah. it's still their characters and stuff like that. You're just mm-hmm. making the new game. I don't know. You know, could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man Two will be a darker Empire Strikes Back style sequel. This is talking about Insomniac Spider-Man Two, of course. Yeah. Uh, this comes from Tom Phillips of Eurogamer. Marvel has described Insomniac's upcoming Spider-Man 2 as a darker follow-up to the original game. Speaking on the latest This Week in Marvel podcast, the comic creator's creative vice president, Bill Rosman, or Roseman maybe, uh, briefly discussed Insomniac's current slate of projects, saying, quote, If the first Spider-Man game was Star Wars, Spider-Man 2 is kind of our empire, Roseman said. It gets a little darker. After a relatively lighthearted and colorful first entry, plus spinoff Miles Morales, Insomniac's full-blown sequel will see Peter and Miles take down, take down team up to take down Venom. It's currently set for a 2023 release on PlayStation 5. Insomniac Games developer... Okay, we, this is yeah, like... Yeah, we know. We know. We know. We, 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 we know. We're with the shits. We're with the shits on Insomniac. We're yeah, big we fans. Are. Yeah. Also, plug for Insomniac, I guess. They posted that they're having hiring a bunch of interns for this next year with a bunch of different stuff. So. Could be you. If you're into game development, check it out. That's not us. That's not... Dude, okay, but real talk. I know this is straying a little bit away, so I'm in, like, this visual effects class, mm-hmm. and a lot... It's, like, in an animation part of the school, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were, like, obsessing over Rivet in Ratchet & Clank. I was like, God bless him, and they were talking about Insomniac. I was like, wow, these guys These guys are with These guys are with it. They're with shit. These guys are with it. They're talking about certain artists on there. I'm like, whoa, these guys are with it, bro. So, that was interesting. That's it. That's cool. That was my. That was it. But, um, James, how do you feel about sequels being compared to Empire Strikes Shut Back? Up, this, You're such a big. <laughs> I, because I want. I have a little bit of a gripe here. I, I feel like this is a common thing to be like. I've never heard this before. Ever. I have definitely heard this before. <laughs> With what? Not necessarily games, but movies for sure. I'm trying to think of another game example that has has compared. The, oh, it's gonna be like Empire. You know, it's like, oh yeah, it's gonna be, it's better. It, they're not only saying it's darker, they're saying it's better. Okay, that's but I is. believe it when it comes from Insomniac. Me too. I just think it's a weird. It's just a. It's a, as if Empire is the only dark sequel, or sequel that doesn't end on a happy note ever. Was it one of the first to do it? Definitely. Definitely. I think then that's I why think it was. That, so that's new. why it, it coined the the right. phrase. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know if I love. It's funny to me. I hope it is. I hope it is like Empire. I hope it's better, and I hope it's darker. That'd be great. I, I have no quarrel with that. I just think the phrasing is hilarious. All right. God bless Bill Roseman, though. What a guy. What a guy. A great dude. Love him. He's really spearheading this Marvel video games. Okay. Bill Bill Rosman is the Kevin Feige of Marvel video games. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So God bless him. I uh, cannot wait for Spider Man Two. I will be playing the crap out of this on day one. James. You have to finish Miles Morales. You you literally have I know, to. I know. It's, I have it downloaded. Yeah. I think you should just send it. It's a pretty short campaign, bro. It's like eight hours. I know. I'm like, I already reached the climax. Oh, yeah. You just got to finish it off. Yeah. Monster Hunter Rise comes to Steam in January with new features and enhancements. This is so sick. This is from Marcus Stewart from Game Informer. Monster Hunter Rise finally rides to PC via Steam on January 12th. The port takes advantage of its powerful new home with a host of graphical and performance improvements to make it the best version of the best-selling Switch title. Rise on the PC features 4K resolution graphics, an ultra-wide display option, uncapped frame rates, gameplay has been optimized for mouse and keyboard, and even includes voice chat, making, I mean, Come on, Nintendo. You should just add voice. Come on, Nintendo. Come on. We're paying for online, dude. I feel like you should just get on this. Uh, making multiplayer sessions a lot more sociable. Sociable? I guess. Sociable. Yeah. Just use Discord, guys. 
Just use Discord like a normal human being, okay? The PC port also bundles every piece of TLC to have arrived on the Switch version up until the end of November, which will include collaboration goodies such as upcoming Ghosts and Goblins event. Capcom also confirmed that the Sunbreak expansion will launch on both PC and Switch versions of Rise next summer. Don't want to wait till January? Capcom announced a Steam demo for Whoa! the game, which launches October 13th. So in two, weeks, in two weeks, you're going to be able to play that, giving PC-centric Monster Hunter fans a chance to test drive Rise on their powerful rigs. The demo includes online multiplayer and offline solo play, three hunting quests, access to all 14 weapon types, as well as tutorials for newcomers. Question, James. This is a question for you. No, this is a question for you. This is a question for me? Yeah, I wrote this in here. Ask me the question. Does this mean that we have hope? Of an Xbox and PlayStation release? No. Why? I think... I think... Who's the studio behind Monster Hunter? It's, It always uh, escapes me. I don't remember. I imagine they have some sort of deal... Is it... With Switch. Bandai Namco? Oh my... Well, did you see Bandai Namco change its logo? They changed its logo. There's a new piece of news right there. But... I don't know if it's coming to Xbox and PlayStation. It's like... It's like Xbox releasing it on their console, plus... Steam or Xbox Game Pass is like it's going to be on PC plus a console, PC plus a console. But James, there is something it's Capcom. else. It is Cap. Oh, we read Capcom. Oh, my bad. We did. That's wow. Okay, smooth mm-hmm. brain. That's right. Um, what I what I'm wondering now though is Mon- Capcom, I guess, is sending out emails to people that have Monster Hunter Rise and are asking if they would rather have certain features in the game. One of which being cross play and cross progression from switch and pc from all the people that already had their thing people do not want to start fresh if they already have this put 50 to 100 hours into the switch version why would you want to start over on the pc um so a lot of people are asking for that and it's going around in email so we may potentially see an announcement there i don't know or it's just devs being devs asking questions i don't really know how that's going to go james you've been really interested in this you want to pick this game up i want to buy it so bad but I don't want to play it on a on a Switch because I just don't enjoy my Switch that much. Did, this is insane. Hold on, hold on. It's this is for fid, for fidelity reasons alone. For fidelity reasons, it plays smooth. That's what I hear. Yeah, I hear it plays smooth, but the textures are low res. Mm. Like I I played Monster Hunter World with my buddies over the summer. Yeah, and it looks gorgeous, and it is literally a downgrade from Monster Hunter World to Monster Hunter Rise right. in terms of. Um, Fidelity. Yeah. And textures. I just... I had a thought. I had a thought that I was just going to, like, spearhead you with right here. Okay. I don't remember what the thought was. It completely escaped my mind. Um, yeah. Was it... Oh, no. Here's the thought. James, did you know that the Switch OLED comes out tomorrow? No. That shows how much excitement is on the table for the Switch OLED. Which is sad, because I think the OLED screen is probably a lot better. Like, significantly I saw better. A, uh, I saw a comparison. It looks a lot brighter. Colors are a lot sharper. I, I just... it did When they announced that it would be basically the same specs, just a nicer screen, I was... I tapped. I tapped right there. It killed me. I was like, I would love a 4K handheld. I don't care if it's a little bit thicker. I don't I don't really care, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want some improvements. Well, it's also tough, because even like something like the Stream Deck, or a Steam Deck, yeah. is not 4K. I, I don't need it 4K. That's I just want a higher resolution than playing in 720 on handheld. I, yeah, for me it's the textures. Like I always, it's always the low res textures. Or the thing that really gets me, James, is the tessellation. So you, when you're walking and stuff, the background kind of tingles in and out, mm-hmm. like because you can only see it can only process so far, which is understandable. It's a small handheld, but 
when you're playing that on a big screen, it still tessellates and stuff, and it's way more noticeable. I was noticing it in uh, Mario the other day, except they do a great job hiding it. Um, and then I notice it all the time in, in Zelda and stuff like that, too. But those mm-hmm. two games are, like, the better ones on the Switch, but they hide it well. I don't know. Just something I noticed. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Today's episode is sponsored by our friends at Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. It's back-to-school time. We want to make sure you pack the essentials to have the best year yet. The Manscaped 4th Generation Performance Package is just that. Things are opening up. Be ready for whatever is in the daily schedule for you. It's the perfect package for your package and includes the brand-new Lawnmower 4.0. Fellas, go for the valid dick of ball trimming and join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. By going to manscaped.com with code STRICTLYCASUAL, it's all one word, strictly casual. School's back, and with the performance package 4.0 for Manscaped, is here to teach the boys a lesson on male hygiene. Inside, you'll find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear, and nose hair trimmer, crop, pre- pro- crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, plus two free gifts, performance boxer briefs, and the shed travel bag. This package includes a brand new, brand new lawnmower 4.0 and will give you the confidence to do anything Amen. you desire. This fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade, no pun intended, to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, including additional guard length sizes 1 through 4. Finn, when was the last time you manscaped? I manscaped this week. Epic. I manscaped this week and did the full chest. I was talking about full it chest. two weeks ago, but I did the full chest, and it's feeling really nice. Mm-hmm. It's feeling really, really nice. I love it. You know what, James? I I have I have more confidence after I shave my chest. Yeah, you do. I have a lot of chest hair. You feel sexy after you shave your chest. I do feel a lot more sexy. I also feel like if I really flex really hard here, like I can look okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I can look okay. You so, definitely look bigger. So, you know what? Manscaped, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Because the lawnmower 4.0 really doing it for my chest right now. Mm-hmm. James, what's the last time you manscaped? You know. <laughs> you know the last time I manscaped. Oh, yeah. We don't have to talk about that story. <laughs> <laughs> yep. James, big manscaper. Big manscaper. James and I share a bathroom. High five. That, that's that. Manscaped, thank you so much. Thank you, Manscaped. Remember, you can get... 20% off and free shipping with code strictly casual at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with code strictly casual at manscaped.com. This year, graduate with a degree in clean balls from <laughs> Manscaped. Okay, guys, I just want to reiterate it is your last opportunity. This, this is week your last opportunity. It's your last opportunity to use code strictly casual at manscaped.com. So, if you want to support us, you can use the code. Um, Manscaped lets us know how many codes we used, all that kind of stuff. So thank you guys for all the support these last couple months with Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for giving us a chance and sponsoring us. We really, really do appreciate it. But it is time to get back into it with James. Can I take? Okay, hold on. Yeah. Can we do? Can we wrap this into our releases of the week? We can. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can. Let's, let's do that. Okay. We'll just scroll down from there. So we're gonna get into our segment for video game releases of the week we got a lot of stuff that came out this week we're doing um, it we're just we're going right into releases down here yeah let's go straight into releases okay because this is gonna feed right into it okay here's what i got james i, I wanna i gotta i gotta tell you about this a little bit mm-hmm. new world i watched quite a bit of gameplay of new world because that released this week okay right um because i'm interested i'm very interested in new world the concept that is in the bezos game the bezos game correct amazon's first 
I would say successful for a number of metrics. Relatively. Relatively. Mm-hmm. This metric that I found, I didn't pull any of this from like a single website. I kind of just got a couple things from like IGN, Game Informer, and uh, Twitch stats and stuff like that. Um, on Twitch, New World is the most popular game by hundreds of thousands of viewers. The game pulled in just shy of 1 million peak concurrent viewers on launch day, which is crazy. That's all the people who can't get in the game, so and I said, you know what, I'm just going to watch. Yes, but yesterday... I was also on watching a little bit of New World while I was while I was doing some homework. Shroud had over a hundred thousand people watching him play, which was that's nuts. That's crazy. Very wild. Um the Twitter memes about the queue times went on for days. It's still going yeah. right now. Uh I hear it's a lot easier to get in now, but the queue times still exist. So if you're planning on playing, like you gotta try to get in the queue like thirty minutes before you wanna play and Damn. then hop in. Um that's better than being in all day and then hoping for a That spot, is though. what it was. Uh, apparently there's like three or four big main servers that are like the ones that are completely capped out and those ones are the ones like the big streamers are playing on so they're the hardest to get in but then if you keep scrolling and you play on other servers here's what i don't like about this game and most mmos is that your your character is tied to the server you're on like i think it'd be beneficial to have your character not tied to a server that way you can play on any server that goes in but i can i there's probably a lot of logistical things there i'm sure there's a million logistical things there yeah our problems um game informer reports that the combat feels weak and the grind loop is infinite which is good in some cases and bad they say it's good because you never feel like you're bored in the game like there's always an objective to keep going but it's bad because it takes a long time for it to feel rewarding that was mm, one of their points mm-hmm. that they made uh ign says traveling is very rough traveling on foot is fun in some instances instances and a pain in other because you're literally they're the article said I slapped that baby on auto run and put on Squid Game as I was as I was getting uh, to one location <laughs> because it was so terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, game Informer also writes that PvP and faction clan wars are where the game shines. They say it's tons of fun. Like when you get with a bunch of friends or just random people in your clan, there's proximity based chatting, so you can talk to different cool. random people, which is. It looked interesting. I was watching a, a gameplay clip of that too, and you could talk to the other team while you fight them. I thought that was like, I was awesome. That was so <laughs> cool. I hey, know. asshole. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I thought that was interesting. So, then Game Informer also writes that it's a success. It successfully lands a powerful frontier survival vibe, which they did not really go into detail with, but I'm, it, it nails the vibe it's trying to go for. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's what they're trying to say there. So, um, I don't know. When I watch it, it looks like a lot of fun. And the cool part is, I was talking to this guy that was playing it quite a bit, and he was asking me if I was trying to get into New World. And I was like, I usually don't go for MMOs. One, because I don't have the time commitment for an MMO at all. Like, right. And I'd just rather play like a single-player experience where I know it's going to end in like 10 to 15 hours or something. Um, but he says this is like super accessible right now because it's the beginning of an MMO. It's not super like overbearing or like overwhelming at first. Everybody's kind of learning some of the new systems. Um Whereas, like, if I try to jump into, like, Final Fantasy fourteen right now or something like that, mm-hmm. like, you got to find someone that, like, knows the game to, like, walk you through the beginning and stuff. So, I thought that was that was interesting. James, you still are not against this game. I'm against this game. I won't play it. I won't touch it. Vin, how prevalent is colonialism in this game? Do we have any reports on the, any reports on the colonialism status? No. I believe that was a viral tweet that was funny. And I think, I don't know. I don't know, like, how the... I don't think it has any themes of colonialism. It is co- it is about it colonizing. It is colonialism. Yeah. It, it's fucking colonial. Yeah, I can't play it. But I think it's like... You're not playing as if it's colonialism, like... I don't... It's 
you're not like doing anything against a certain people or anything. You know what I mean here, James? You're playing. You're playing as if it's called New World. You go to this new place but and you build your life. New. Is there people there before you? I don't know. I I'm, not a, I'm not a New World a expert. Thing. If there's people there before you, this game is colonialism. I don't think you're wrong in saying it's colonialism, but I don't know if it's offensive in any way. I don't know if, if you're taking land from people who are already there yeah. for the sake of your own benefit, that is colonialism. Right. And that is oppressive. Right. But I don't know if that's like a thing. I don't know if that's What do you mean if it's a thing in the game? I think the enemies the enemy is not the people that live on this land. It's the demons. You're oh. fighting demons in this game. It's like monsters. You're not fighting like the native people of the land. You know what I okay. mean? I think there's a That's a different story. There's a mindset switch here, you know what I mean? I don't know. If you play New World and you have more information on this, please, <laughs> please let me know because I don't know. I don't know. I just, I have a hard time. I feel like we would have seen a lot more articles about how this was, Fair this enough. game was offensive in this sense by a lot of people. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Bezos. Also, I just don't want to support Bezos. Amazon that's and Bezos. Fair. That's, that's also fair. Mm -hmm. If any sugar mamas want to buy me this on Steam, it's in my wish list. Cheers. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Because I don't want to buy it. I'll probably fall off. That's the problem with MMOs, bro. I fall mm. off so fast. Marvel's Avengers is out now on Game Pass. Yep. <laughs> That's the story, baby. That's the story. James, I got a couple questions about this, too. This came okay. as a little bit of a surprise to me, even though it seems like the exact right thing to do. But Marvel's Avengers is now on Game Pass for free with, of course, all the free DLC that comes with it, all the characters, all the missions, all that. Um, I think, personally that the player base will grow because of this and people that would not have paid the $20 to buy the game or whatever will find something they enjoy in this game because I feel like there is a game to enjoy in this game but the paywall is not worth it. I agree. Um, speaking of which, this game is $20 right now on PlayStation Store with PlayStation Plus. If any young sugar mamas want to buy it for me, wow. someone I would actually want to play this game just so I can have a better opinion about it, and so I could go on further rants about how awful this game is. Mm, okay. Um, you gotta play it before Spider-Man comes out, because you gotta, you gotta get in there. I know. Uh, yeah. So if any... It's literally $20. I'm just really broke. Wow. So... Thanks, James. Thanks for that. So basically, what we're saying is Sugar Mamas, we're, we're here. We're here. We're here. We're here and ready. Anyways, James, do you think that this could mean that Xbox... Sorry. Avengers... It's free on Xbox Game Pass. Do you think PlayStation could give it away on um, PlayStation Plus soon? You know what? I actually think with the with the way the PlayStation Plus games have been going oh these past God. couple of months, it would be on the upsell. It would be. It would be on the uprise. It, I think it would be beneficial for the game. This month, I'll just be playing PGA. We're going to be golfing. I, <laughs> We're going to be golfing all month. That's what it is. I'm going to get my money's worth out of this PlayStation Plus games. And if that means golfing, so be it. So be it. Yeah, I mean, okay. The other question I was gonna have about this is like, do you think they're gonna introduce crossplay finally? Because they they freaking they need, need to. it. They need crossplay. They need something. Yeah. Uh, maybe it launches with Spider Man. Cross your fingers or something. That'd no, be it, so weird to have an exclusive yeah. content piece drop and then say, but there's also crossplay. My guess is they would try to make it exciting for everyone, and they'd be like, oh yeah, PlayStation, you also have this, so check this out. So, so like everybody should tune back in for this. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Just a thought. Where are we going now? 
Uh, we're going back up. We're going back up to Pokemon or uh, either Game Awards or Pokemon Arceus. Game Awards is easy. Let's knock that out of the way real quick. Game Awards 2021 is happening this year. It is happening. Invite only. Invite only in person, which I just found out about, which really sucks. It's a bummer. Um, I don't know. How can we get invited, James? I'll find out. I'm going to find out how we can potentially try to get invited. This is how we get in. Jeff Keeley. Please invite us. I mean, Jeff Keeley and Ryder are friends at this point. They literally, yep. they hung out at the screening of Free Guy, dapped it up, you know what I mean? And then yep. Ryder saw him the next week at a whole other thing, and they dapped it up, and they remembered I each other. I didn't know about this. Yeah. No, Ryder went to an early screening of Free Guy and hung out, like, sat next to Jeff Keeley, like, and watched the movie with him. Like, it was a whole thing. Ryder was so stoked. It was really That's cool. insane. Yeah. So, you know, we're homies now. I wonder if we can get press. I wonder if we can sign up as press to go. Um, I just can't wait. I just want to dress up and go. We're down here. I, I don't want to miss this. We're 45 minutes away from the Microsoft Theater, and it was the coolest time of my life in 2018. I cannot wait. I want to go back so bad. I would hate to sit in here and watch it on Thursday night. I would hate that. God. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, that's it. That's really it on the Game Awards. And the orchestra is going to be there. They really made a big point about the orchestra. I love the orchestra. It's so good. Wow. We got a new Pokemon Arceus and a Diamond and Pearl trailer. Yep. It looks good. Sure does. It sure does. It shows. Okay, let's let's run over what the Arceus trailer goes over. It goes over some like customization options, hairstyles, clothes. It shows a little bit more of the combat system. Yep. And how you're going to be tackling some of the bigger bosses. It shows a lot of traversal mm-hmm. with uh, the other with the po- three Pokemon that I can never remember the names of. Um, the starters? No, not the starters. The ones that you ride. Oh yeah, I the mounts. I don't know. Um, anyway, it looks really pretty. It looks good. I mean, okay, but I. This is what I was wondering so much about this game is how the combat was going to work. I, I did not understand. Like, Finn didn't pick up on the combat systems till this trailer. Not at all. Not I didn't. I don't know if other people felt that with me, but I I didn't get how you were just going to be running around and then, like, if you were just attacking with the Pokemon as you're running or were you they going had into a whole, turn like, They had a whole, like, uh, walkthrough demo with, the, with like, a voiceover. I got to watch during that. The li- it was during the Pokemon event. I probably only watched the trailer for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the whole live stream. It was like a whole seven minute like walkthrough with like a voice of, like "Welcome to Pokemon Ar- Legends." Oh shoot! Arcus. Man, I gotta watch that. I gotta yeah, watch that. It for explains sure. all the systems. Anyways, it's cool. It makes me a lot more excited for the game uh, after the trailer, even though I was already excited for it. Mm-hmm. And then Diamond and Pearl. You know, it's just remade Diamond and Pearl. I but I'm still might pick it up because it looks- Diamond and Pearl was like my introduction to Pokemon games. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks really great. Yeah. Uh, visually, and it looks very true to form, too. Mm-hmm. So, very cool there. Very, mm-hmm. very cool. Love that. New Twisted Metal game reportedly in development for PlayStation. This comes from Michael McWhorter at Polygon. A new Twisted Metal game is in early development at Destruction All-Stars developer Lucid Games. This is... Okay, hold on. First of all, I know you have that bad taste in your mouth from Destruction All-Stars. However, isn't this the perfect studio it really to is. make a Twisted Metal game? No, it is the perfect studio to make a Twisted Metal game. Okay. According to a report from Video Games Chronicle, it would be the first new Twisted Metal game in a decade, an attempt to reboot the series under the name Twisted Metal. Wait. There was oh, sorry. Attempt. There was an attempt yeah. to reboot the series under the name Twisted Metal that was released in 2012 on PlayStation 3, which I had. I had that game. This game was in GameStop for $3.99 anytime you went in, whenever it was. It's true. For used. But I it was great. It was always in front. You see it right away. Mm-hmm. Video Games Chronicles report indicated a free-to-play model for the new Twisted Metal, which has not been officially announced by Sony Interactive Entertainment, but was previously rumored to be in the works. Lucid Games was founded in 2011 by former employees of Bizarre Creations, the former Activision-owned studio known for the Project Gotham racing games, The Club, and Blur. 
Lucy's most recent games, Switchblade and Destruction All-Stars, the latter came to PlayStation 5 and PlayStation Plus in February, are all about vehicular combat, making this studio a natural fit for Twisted Metal. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um... Twisted Metal's revival aligns with Sony PlayStation Productions' arm developing a TV series based on the car combat franchise. Deadpool and Zombieland writers Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick are attached to adapt the video game series as a live-action action comedy. The series will follow a character named John Doe, played by the new Captain America, Anthony Mackie, who's hired to carry a package across a post-apocalyptic wasteland and will team up with a car thief to deliver the goods. The duo will reportedly run into obstacles on their journey, including Twisted Metal's clown-faced ice cream truck driving mascot, Sweet Tooth. Right. I'm not very excited for this, but I know some people are. Here's what I would want out of a Twisted Metal uh, movie. What do you want out of a Twisted Metal movie? Have you ever seen Duel directed by Steven Spielberg? No. Duel is about a man who's driving home from work, and there is a semi-truck following him. And it's an hour and 20 minutes of that. But it's not just following him. They're, it's like a cat and mouse type game, okay? But it's very serious, and very, it's like a horror movie, but it's completely on the road. It's awesome. Imagine that being Twisted Metal, just with a lot more explosions. There are explosions in Duel, but like, a lot more car rampage, but that. Alright. be interesting. Um... And Anthony Mackie playing John Doe. Interesting. Very interesting there, too. I'm all in. I like Anthony Mackie. I like Anthony Mackie. Um, okay, this is kind of serious. This is like it a is, very serious, serious topic right here um, that was yesterday. This came out mm-hmm. yesterday. Uh, Kratos' voice, voice actor says, God of War Ragnarok delayed because of me. He's saying because of him. This comes from Ash Parrish from The Verge. Kratos' voice actor Christopher Judge incredible he's incredible says he's the reason why god of war ragnarok was delayed in a tweet judge writes that he needed multiple surgeries in 2019 and that god of war developer sony santa monica studios delayed the game so he could recover and continue voicing video games favorite problematic dad christopher judge on twitter said quote 100 in my feels right now specifically this was the 100 emoji yes 100 emoji 100 100 in my feels right now (laughs) <laughs> I need no. to be forthcoming. This has been approved by no one. To the beloved fandom, Ragnarok was delayed because of me. August 2019, I couldn't walk, had to have back surgery, both hips replaced, and knee surgery. His whole body underwent. He, he's now the bionic man. Um, they waited for me to rehab, continued. Uh, no threats, no. What is no threats, no? Did he start it with that? Okay. Yeah, that's what he started with. Who do you think you are? Question mark. Oh, there were no threats. Got it. That's yeah. pretty much what it is. Mm-hmm. Nothing but love oh, and support. Oh, so like, no threats, no, who do you think you are, nothing but love and support. Got it. And Sony Santa Monica has never said a word about the delay and what, it, and what caused it. Studios are assholes, but this company from top to bottom should give us hope. What they did for the crew is way more. Dot, dot, dot. Judge goes on to praise Sony Santa Monica for its dedication and compassion, saying everyone involved in the God of War franchise puts their hearts and souls into every frame you see. Corey Barlog responded, saying... Would walk through a thousand fires for you, my friend Hart, with a gift from Aragorn saying, You have my sword. Epic. This is just a great way to start the day. Just wholesome. Just very wholesome. So, guys, Christopher Judge is taking ownership over the delay. Not that anybody needed to take ownership. I mean, take the time you need, but very sad to hear. He's very, like, he feels a lot of responsibility for it. Which is, like, super tough that that's on the shoulders of, um, like, an actor right right who merely is supported by the studio um and i think it's just like it's like this is just one of those things where it like the the gaming community can be so difficult because a lot of times like 
you hear about delays and people are all up in arms all the time from gamers like, oh, like it should have come out this year. Now because it didn't come out, we have no good releases for for uh, fall twenty twenty one or winter twenty twenty one. But like you look, these are people behind studios, and they're these are the re- like some of the reasons why yeah. this stuff happens. And so this is like I think a call for the gaming community to show compassion yeah. for Christopher Judge. And like I think this is a great reason to support uh, Sony Santa Monica for just Definitely. being um, a great studio. So yeah. like I mean like personally, I would advocate say like I would go sit and say like buy this game day one, support Sony Santa Monica. Don't yeah. just wait for this game to eventually go on a deep sale on PlayStation Plus. Like, Sony Santa Monica is a great studio who treats their employees well, so it seems like, yeah. to Christopher Judge. And so, like, I want to support those kinds of studios. 100%. 100%. Um, and also, I'm I'm just thinking so much about the documentary that came out mm-hmm. about the first game. Raising Kratos. Raising Kratos. And Christopher Judge, like, really put it all into Kratos and he like really pulled from a lot of his like real life experiences to put into the character and stuff. He's put a lot into God of War, dude. This he is It's in. very much a passion project for him. He is Kratos, like literally. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's very cool that um Sony Santa Monica wasn't like, oh we have to just recast or like we can't wait or something like that. That would have been horrible. It so. also shows like really good character on behalf of Corey Barlog. Yeah. Who, wait, wait, he's not even directing this game. I know he's not yeah, directing yeah. the game, but like Studio a lot Hyman. of this dialogue comes, like yeah. that relationship is really strong sure. between Corey Barlog and uh, Christopher Judge. Who, I mean, Corey Barlog directed the first game. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, big ups, big ups to Sony Santa Monica. We already knew they were the best, but now they're the best again. Okay. Mm-hmm. They're really they're doing it out there. Yeah. Nintendo Switch developers say they already have 4K dev kits. What? This comes from Nicole Carpenter. That's a gift. That's a gift. I'm going to gift that. Holy crap. Okay. Someone remind me. What are we at? 37.50. All right. Noted. Bloomberg reported on Wednesday, however, the developers making Nintendo Switch games were surprised too. They've been working on Nintendo Switch developers' kits that supported 4K graphics. Did that come out right? Yeah. Okay. Bloomberg reported that developers at at least 11 game companies have been working on games using a Nintendo Switch 4K kit. 4K Nintendo Switch kit. At both studios, big and small, Nintendo told Bloomberg its information is inaccurate, but did not expand further. Reports of an upgraded Nintendo Switch model that supports 4K graphics have been circulating for a while. Bloomberg said in May that the hardware launching this October would output in 4K resolution when docked. Nintendo reportedly changed the design due to component shortages stemming from the COVID-19 pandemic, according to Bloomberg, and Nintendo changed its design only after handing out the 4K-capable kits to developers working on new games. Update. On Twitter, Nintendo responded to Bloomberg's report, saying the publication falsely claims that the company is providing developers with tools to make 4K Switch games. The company added, We have no plans for any new model other than other than Nintendo Switch OLED model, which will launch on October 8th, 2021. Yeah. Uh, developer Zynga also denied an element of the report, telling Kotaku in a statement, Zynga does not have a 4K developer kit from Nintendo. Zynga is currently developing Star Wars Hunters for Nintendo Switch. <sighs> I wanted this to be real, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. hold up. We don't know that it's not real. N- Nintendo could say no. Nintendo could say no and be covering something up, you know what I mean? They can't... They can say no. They can easily... Something that's not embargoed or anything. They don't have any release, press kit, anything. They could say they have no new plans and then create plans to make one, but they sure. can't, like... Okay. They can't say that they don't have anything when in reality they do have something. 
They can't straight up lie. I think they could. No, I, that's illegal. I think it gets. I think they're protected. I don't think they are. I think they're protected by that. No. I don't know. I don't know the law enough, but <laughs> but they can't do that. Do you think that this, I don't think a Switch 4K is coming out? I think a Switch 2 is more likely at this point. Absolutely. Like, or, they don't call it a Switch 4K or Pro or anything. It's just a new Switch because I think a Switch is again, damn near the best console. Uh, Nintendo's ever put out it's perfect I think it won't be 4k I think it will be high yeah, res sure. like high resolution textures at like yeah. maybe 1440 I don't give me, I'm get, I'm give me 1080 like, on the screen and 4k docked that's that's, that's way too big of a jump it has to go 1080p on the screen to 1440 on the on the docked. Okay. Jump, jumping from 1080 to 4K is way too huge. What if it's not like native 4K on the screen or anything? It's just upscaled. They they have some sort of internal upscaler that shows the 1080, but just bigger. Maybe that's it. Like maybe, but that like the dock has to have some sort of processing power in it then for that to work. That'd be tight. Yeah, that'd be tight. But I don't know how they would do that in a, on a hardware level. Me either. That's why I'm not a developer. That's why. That goes to the smart people over there. Um, what else? We're on rumor watch time. Rumor watch, baby. Pew, 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 pew. Nice. We were on the same same yeah. court on that one. You got it. You have to do this one. This is a this is a chunk. Rumor, 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 rumor. Yep. Konami is set to revive Metal Gear in Castlevania as well as Silent Hill. Bow. <laughs> Gift number two, baby. <laughs> At 41 minutes, then. At 41 minutes. That's according to publishing resources, or sorry, sources who spoke to VGC anonymously because they did not have permission to discuss their projects publicly. This is coming from Andy Robinson, editor at Video Games Chronicle. Konami's premium games output has slowed down significantly in recent years. The last new Metal Gear game was 2018's Critically Panned. Metal Gear Survived. I love the way they said Did that. Did you play Crit- Metal Gear Survived? Absolutely Did you not. play the demo? No. It was crazy, dude. <laughs> it was crazy. Shut dude, up. voice comms were just all about how bad the game was. So I'm playing with four random people and everybody's <laughs> shitting on Metal Gear Survived. But like trying to play it really seriously and then shitting on it again. It was so funny. I played it for like five hours because of that. <laughs> well, the last... Well, that was the last Metal Gear game. The last Castlevania release was 2014's Lords of Shadow 2. In the past decade, the company has arguably grown a bigger reputation for its pachinko gambling games than for its premium PC and console releases. However, following a restructure to the company's game development divisions earlier this year, Konami is now focused on bringing back its biggest brands to the premium game space, VGC was told. The first of these titles will be a new Castlevania game, which sources describe as a reimagining of the series currently in development internally at Konami in Japan, with... Oh my god. Sorry. With support from local external studios. There's been much speculation that Demon's Soul Studio Bluepoint could be working on a remake of Metal Gear Solid. However, VGC was told the series is actually being worked on an, on by an external studio called Virtuos, who did a lot of uh, ports for uh, Sony games yeah. to PC. Established in 2004, Virtuos is one of the largest game developers in the world and focuses on supporting the development of major AAA games and or bringing existing games to new platforms. Recently, I worked on the Switch ports of Dark Souls Remastered and The Outer Worlds, the Bioshock Collection, as well as contributing art and content to blockbusters such as Battlefield 1, Uncharted 4, and Horizon Zero Dawn. So there we go. The new project is currently in early development, and multiple sources suggest it would be centered around fan-favorite entry Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater, rather than the original Metal Gear Solid. Konami also intends to release remasters of the original Metal Gear Solid games for modern consoles ahead of the larger project, we understand. Finally, multiple Silent Hill games are 
are currently in development under, uh, sorry, in development at various external development studios as per an earlier VGC report from February. One of these projects was outsourced to a prominent Japanese developer earlier this year, we were told. Konami showed, should publicly showcase its plans at major shows next year, disruption from the pandemic permitting. Konami pulled out of this year's E3 due to timing issues. Although at the time it confirmed a number of key projects in the works, Konami's Japanese bosses are understood to have historically pushed back against most, pitch, most pitches to outsource its key games brands, which is a big reason why previous pitches for Silent Hill games, such as the one by Until Dawn Studio Supermassive, weren't greenlit. However, following the disappointing performance of recent in-house titles like Metal Gear Solid 5, or Metal Gear Solid Survive, do play Metal Gear Solid 5, Metal Gear Solid 5 is great, uh, and Contra Rogue Core. Video Game Chronicles sources said that the company has become more willing to contract outside studios for its major franchises. Finn, if this all turns out to be true, this could be huge. This could be the return of Konami, but here's the thing. Yeah. Kojima used to be the head dog right. here. And so the question is, will Konami be able to pull through and be able to publish some of these huge titles? Reach their high highs. Reach without. their high highs without Hideo Kojima. I don't know. When I think of Hideo Kojima, right, I'm thinking of his style that is literally embedded into the games that have followed him into every single project he's worked on. Mm-hmm. Without that style, I don't know if these games have the charm well, they would still have the style because it's still the original game. Right. But there's always something. It's like when... It's like, for instance... This is a really shitty example. Let's talk about the sequel trilogy a little bit. There's a different director for each one. It did not, it was, did not become a cohesive thing. I'm thinking about this in terms of like... It's a, it, Obviously, they're telling a different story. But the head, the vision there is going to be... is. Just, but it's not a new creative project. These are all remakes. Then I think the remakes are going to be fine. I thought there was something about a new project here. Uh, these are all ports. These are all like remakes. And remakes. just give it to Blue Point. I'm just kidding. Don't give it, dude. I, just, I wish yeah, I Blue Point would be incredible. But it could be. I really mean, cool. Konami has the rights to all these IP, so unless they contracted out yeah. Blue Point or even so, like I don't think they're going to do that. It's way too expensive of a deal. Totally. Especially because Blue Point has Sony money, so now they're not going to be like, oh, okay, yeah. Unless they double their team or something and have two different teams working on something else. Yeah, dude, that would be insane. They insomniac it and work on like a million games at once that are mm-hmm. all tens. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Uh, we meant to do this earlier, but here are the releases of the week. We are going to go from... Um, oh, New World in. New World into this, but that's okay. But, I mean, also, New World doesn't even have reviews or anything. It's still in progress. It's all yeah, it's all reviews in progress. So, here's what we got. Diablo 2 Resurrected is out this week, which... Had a lot of hype a couple months ago, but I feel like I haven't heard much about it at all. Uh, kind of. I know it fell flat for a lot of people. Sucks because I yeah. wanted to play it. Yeah. Uh, but but I mean, the, like the the review scores aren't bad. It's got eighty yeah. percent from PC Gamer, a seven out of ten from IGN, which isn't bad. The seven out of ten has been kind of vilified as like a mid game, but that's better than average. Totally. And it has an eighty one percent on Metacritic, which is pretty damn good. Yep. But the real shocker this week, the real shocker, the baby, real shocker, is Hot Wheels Unleashed. Okay, Hot Wheels Unleashed. Getting a 9 out of 10 on IGN, 7 out of 10 for Nintendo Life, 76% on Metacritic, and a Polygon recommends, baby. Okay? And this game actually looks pretty sick. It looks pretty cool. We watched the IGN review, and it looks pretty good. The only thing... Here's my concern with Hot Wheels Unleashed that I've seen from, from everything that I've consumed about this game. Is it has a lot of cars. Yeah. A lot of things for tracks. 
but there's not a lot of content progression other than unlocking cars. Fair. And there's not a lot of opportunities to play with other people. Like, there's no online... Yeah. Not a lot of online content. Yeah. And so, like, what it has, what it, like, what it does is really spectacular, but it just needs more features. Yeah. It's cool, though. It's exciting. I think it looks really cool, though. Uh, Outer Worlds released a DLC this week called Echoes of the Eye, which is 8 out of 10 from IGN. Polygon gave it the recommend, said it's basically a whole new game. Disguised as a DLC. I want to play it. Here's my one issue with Outer Wilds. Not as a game, but they need to update this game for 60 frames per second on next-gen consoles. I have this on my PlayStation 5, Mm. and it runs in 30 frames. Got it. And I'm just at that point where I can't do 30 frames anymore. Wow. And it's just, it's really, it's really tough. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, another release this week was Konami's eFootball game. eFootball. Okay? <laughs> and let me tell you about this. It's free. It's I know it's free on Steam. I don't know if it's on console or not. But it is currently... Well, let's just let's take a read at this. This comes from Video Games Chronicle. The free-to-play successor to the long-running Pro Evolution Soccer Series was released on Thursday and was heavily criticized by players to the extent that it became the lowest-rated Steam game of all time. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Of all time. Okay. Well, we would also like to acknowledge that there have been reports of problems use, problems users have experienced with cutscenes, facial expressions, movements of players, and the behavior of the ball. At its simplest, the behavior of the ball. <laughs> well, we are sorry for the problems and want to assure everyone we take on all... You're con- very sorry for yeah, the problems. We take all concerns seriously and strive to improve the current situation. Quote, this work will be continuously updated, quality will be improved, and content will be added consistently consistently from next week onward onward we will prepare for an update in october while receiving further opinions through questionnaires to our users quote we will do our utmost to satisfy as many users as possible and we look forward to your continued support of eFootball 2022 the most popular game in the most popular image being shared among players shows lionel messi the game's cover star looking significantly less realistic <laughs> than its fifa 22 counterpart now i had the photos here just to laugh because it's absolutely hilarious but i'm sure you've seen these photos if you're following certain people you, you can see it on twitter if you just look it up uh it's goofy it is goofy to say the least it's like lionel messi and fifa 22 is looking damn near like realistic okay i don't know about in this shot this shot could use a little, a little you know fifa's always look good though the characters look great mm-hmm. and then you got this photo of eFootball. And he's looking like a wax museum character melted a little bit. Okay, that's my that's my take. Uh, I'm excited to play this game now because it's the lowest rated. I can't freaking wait. If it's on PlayStation, I'm downloading it right now. If it's on Steam for free, we'll see how many gigs it is. Can't wait. PlayStation Plus lineup for October revealed. It's Hell Let Loose, uh, which is a World War II shooter for PS5, which visually looks gorgeous. But everybody says it's not fun at all to play, which is my... I don't know. I'm going to play it, though. I'm going to try. Sure. PGA Tour 2K21 for PS4 and Mortal Kombat X for PS4. Mortal Kombat X came out in, like, 2015. We already have a, we have a new Mortal Kombat after that. We literally have a new Mortal Kombat. We didn't even get the XL version with all the DLC characters nope. in this. No shot. It's just base game. Uh, Xbox games with gold for October 2021 is going to be Aereo. I think that's what it's called. Aereo. Aero. Aero. A-A-E-R-O. Um, Hover, Castlevania Harmony of Despair, and Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Next up, we got the Prime Gaming free titles of the month. Star Wars Squadrons, Alien Isolation, Ghost Runner, Songs of Horror Complete Edition, Red Wings, Ace of the Sky, Wallace and Gromit's Grand Adventures, Let's go. Blue Fire, which is like a, like a Souls-like indie game, 
uh, Tiny Robots Recharged, Whiskey and Zombies, The Greatest Southern Zombie Escape, and Secret Files 3. I can't believe they're giving Squadrons, Isolation, and Ghost Runner. That's, that's, that's a good offering. That's a great offering. And Ghost Runner is so much fun. If you guys are into, like, absolutely punishing uh, platformers, it's it. It is it. It's very cool. I gotta beat it still. I'm, like, halfway through and I'm completely stuck. Um, Epic Games free titles for this week, I guess, or week and a half. Uh, no, like next two weeks is PC Building Simulator, which is October fourth through seventh through fourteenth, and The Escapists, which is right now. I feel like they've given away The Escapists before. I could be. Wrong. I feel like they have too. Random fun stuff, baby. Stories without a story. Best it's part time. of the show. Yep. Life is strange. Remastered collection. Remastered collection delayed till February twenty twenty two. Which is sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but did you see all the good reviews? We didn't even talk about True Colors, bro. True Colors reviews are so, so good. The the new Life is Strange. Like, incredible. Mm. Like, Game of the Year contender reviews, which is wild. Super cool. Um, hum- Humble Bundle has raised $200 million for charity thanks to generous gamers. Generous gamers? That's sick. Yeah. GTA Trinity... <laughs> yep, that's it. That's the one. GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition leaks a new rating with a supposed November release. This includes like GTA uh, 3, Vice say. City, and San Andreas, something like that. Those are the rumored ones, right? Yeah, those are the rumored ones. Did you see, um, I think Nibelian, not Nibelian, uh, David Ahmed put, posted the... Daniel Ahmed? Daniel Ahmed, yes. He posted, oh, don't get... Don't get confused with this trilogy. It's just GTA, PS3, GTA, PS4, GTA 5, PS5. Yep, I saw that. that was <laughs> Bundled in one. I was like, that's hilarious. Uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin gets a new demo and release date of March 18th, 2022. What is that, James? you know? That's the Souls-like Final Fantasy game. The one that everyone was talking about. That's chaos. Oh, yeah, yeah, The yeah. one the demo came out and it didn't right. work and everyone yes. was pissed about it. Yep. So now it has a new demo out. So if you, like out right now. So if you're interested mm. in Final Fantasy Origin and Chaos. I'm actually I'm actually gonna download it. I'm gonna that. download it too. Yeah. I'd be curious. Mm-hmm. Uh Battlefield twenty forty two will use Apex Legends anti cheat software. So this was a big cause of concern earlier because they were like, what the hell are we gonna do about anti cheat? But now they got it locked down, babe, with Apex, Apex Legends anti-cheat software, which is not only on PC, but also on consoles. So there's anti-cheat coming to console. Which is but is it good too. anti-cheat? Um, Apex Legends doesn't have a big cheating problem, so yeah, I'm there we go. Fine. That's that's kind of when I when there's a lot of articles about cheating problems, mm-hmm. then you know their anti-cheat's not working great. But looking at you, Warzone. Yeah, looking at you, Warzone, Activision. God, Activision, get your shit together. <sighs> Maybe one day. Maybe. James, next week, we will be playing Battlefield 2042. How do you feel Whoa, about Whoa, because of the beta. Because of the beta. And if you wanted to play even earlier, which is just days away. You can pre-order. You can pre-order. But we ain't about that shit. I'm a little... I don't pre-order EA games anymore. That is against my religion. So yep. I will... <laughs> yep. I've been burned way too many times. Okay. <laughs> um... What else was I going to bring up before? Uh, it was another game thing. Uh, don't remember. I don't remember. Next week. Maybe next, next week. week. Oh, yeah. The Halo Infinite flights are happening right oh! now. We played Halo Infinite on... I downloaded the Halo Insider or the Microsoft Insider Hub or whatever it is. That's all you need to download the beta. You might be in. You might be in then. Yeah. I got another email last night for a new code for this weekend. Oh, it's even a newer build or something I'm going like to check that. right after this. Um, so... So it's fun. so much fun. It is, it is so much fun. 
mind-blowingly fun. The only thing uh, criticism I have about that right now is the screen size. I hate, I'm playing on a 4K screen right now, and you can't play this in full screen. You have to play it in borderless full screen, which means you have to render the game at 4K. I tried dropping everything to 1080, and it just glitches into full screen again and changes all your resolution settings. And it Maybe they fixed work. it. Hopefully, but they did not fix it from the last flight to this flight. Damn. So, and Reddit was... We're crossing fingers. So we're crossing fingers. Um, but Microsoft has always had a problem with full screen games. Uh, literally on Game Pass, on everywhere. So that's a problem too. But that's episode 82, James. Do you have anything to close it off? We That was a jam-packed, that was a great-ass episode. I think we did a great job at condensing everything down. I think we did. We, what are we at? 56 minutes? Bro, we're about, we're going to hit, we got to hit an hour. Just no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. We got, let's just push it. Let's push it. No, we don't. <laughs> no. All right, close us off. What do we got? Uh, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube. Thank you for following on Twitch. Thank you for uh, following us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter. Thank you for downloading this podcast on audio platforms. Thank you for listening. Uh, don't forget to leave a rate on your podcasting platforms. If you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment, leave a like, uh, turn on notifications, do whatever you can. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped, thank you so much for sponsoring us too. Uh, if this is our last week, so... Poggers, baby. Yeah. If you want, you can use code strictly casual on manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping worldwide. You love to see it. Guys, we will see you next week for episode 83 and hopefully press passes to the game awards. All right. Peace out.